and welcome to Visit Atlantic City's podcast series, Atlantic City Voices. I'm Jessica Kasunik, Director of Communications with Visit Atlantic City. And I'm Karina Anthony, Senior Director of Marketing with Visit Atlantic City, and we are your official podcast hosts for Atlantic City Voices. Throughout the monthly series of Atlantic City Voices, we will be interviewing various voices of Atlantic City who are important leaders in our community and destination. We'd like to welcome and introduce our special guest, Cookie Till, business owner, restaurateur, and farmer. Hi, Cookie. Welcome. Welcome, Cookie. Hello. How are you doing, Karina and Jessica? We're doing great. How are you? Great. It's a beautiful day on the farm. It sure is. The sun is shining. Thank you for being on with us. Would you mind starting off by telling our listeners more about yourself and the businesses that you own? Sure. Um, so I was born and raised in Atlantic City, and um, though I never expected to be here my whole life, um, that's where I have found myself um, in the restaurant business for over 30 years, uh, 26 of them at Stephen Cookies. And um, about six, actually seven years ago, uh, I decided to branch out a little bit and um, opened a coffee shop. Uh, with um, a friend of mine, Kim Richmond, and she is my working partner at 7311 Ventnor Avenue. Last year, um, I opened, uh, I bought a business that was in business for 40 years, uh, owned by the same couple, uh, Florida Cold Cuts, which is right down the street from 7311. And we are kind of taking it to another level, but keeping it old school. I have two uh, couples that are my working partners, um, Ryan and Heidi Bray and Tiffany and Jake Rando. And while doing that, I thought about how much my love of food and my restaurant, um, this is about 15 years ago, you know, and I realized like there's just, we need to share this love of food with everybody and especially um, kids. Um, they get so much bombardment about about what to eat in the wrong direction through um, advertising, you know, the cereals and, and fast foods and everything. And there's such a world to open up to kids that and they're so receptive to planting seeds and and seeing things grow and and cooking and eating what they produce that, um, you know, I just want to share that with with all children. Uh, it's such a great learning experience. So to that point, I started a nonprofit called Work in Progress. And um, my first garden was in Margate at Thai school um, with a teacher named Jessica Cuevas. And that is that still going on. And then we branched into Atlantic City with the Boys and Girls Club and uh, some local schools in Atlantic City to put gardens, community gardens, um, so it's always been in my blood to do this, and um, and it's culminated with buying a family farm that had been farming for like 80 years, the last piece of farmland that is just 10 minutes off the island called Reed's Farm, where uh, in 2020 we took over Reed's and um, we started to regenerate the land and with a mission of um, working with underserved populations from special needs to inner city um, community and um, just 
really working on the land to bring it back and bring life to it. And we have a beautiful little animal sanctuary here. And then in December, um, we were able to build out what I call the heart of the farm is the kitchen and market, which actually just cooking everything that comes off the land and sharing it with community. So that, that's kind of in a nutshell. <laughs> Wow, that's quite an extensive background, and I certainly love your passion for all things food and helping others. And speaking of Reed's Farm, here at Visit Atlantic City, we are invested in regenerative tourism, and we believe in leaving a destination better than when you arrived. Can you tell us how you incorporate regenerative farming and why it's so important? Oh, my goodness. It's one of my favorite topics. (laughs) Um, So... It's been it's been a journey to really learn about this. And this is part of, you know, an important part of what we really want to share this knowledge, because it is so important for people to understand and feel that they, too, can be part of it and, you know, in cooperation with Mother Nature. Um, So the regenerative process, um, you know, kind of farming is is has taken a positive, I'll go in the positive direction. You know, learning about organics is one thing, and then regeneration is taking it to another level where we're really looking at the soil. We're looking at the earth and just seeing, you know, what what state is Mother Nature in and how can we best uh, take care of the earth and then by, then once once so we, we become soil farmers first before we even plant a you know a vegetable and this is regeneration because the regeneration is the land but then the cool thing about that is as you feed and nurture the land and then there's all these fungus and microorganisms and bacteria and all this happens you know becomes alive and then when you plant, this is the regeneration. The plants actually work with the soil and the soil works with the plants. And there's a whole ecosystem that goes on. And we kind of took a, a wrong turn with better farming through science <laughs> and chemicals, um, you know, like 50 years ago when it seemed like a good idea. You know, the stuff grew amazing when they put fertilizer and they killed all the bugs and and, you know, it's like everything looks so pristine. But what happened is we, you know, we're killing off this top layer of soil that covers our earth. Just that little thing, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you don't, you know, we didn't know. Like nobody knew. They just thought like this was this was the method of farming. And so what it but what it's done was like we've just thought we knew better than actually, like I say, mother nature or nature itself. Um, And we don't, we're part of nature and we have to kind of know what our part to play in nature is and respect all those bugs. Because if you like right now in our, it's so cool in our greenhouses, we're covered in ladybugs, which is a beautiful thing, but ladybugs only come if you give them a chance, because what they do is they eat the aphids. So if you have aphids on your plants, you freak out and you go, I got to get something to kill these aphids because they're going to ruin my plants. But if you wait a 
you know, give it a pause, then the ladybugs come. Now they have food and they eat the aphids and it, you know, it becomes an ecosystem. And it's so cool to learn this and see it in action. Say that your philosophy with restaurants and your farm, I feel like it's it's so much more than just serving food, wouldn't you say? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> it is for me. Yes. I recently visited the farm. Um, I like to come with my son and I'm so impressed with the new additions that you have. Can you talk more about the newly opened market and kitchen and the mission and plans with this new addition? Sure. Yeah. So I was saying that um, this market and kitchen is really becoming the heart of the farm. Um and on so many levels. And it's so beautiful to see people coming to the market and really like loving the space, loving what we're preparing. And, you know, whether they ever know our full mission or not, it, it part of our mission is just that, but it, it is so much more because um, we have, we do extensive programming um, I have a programming director and education specialist, and we work with almost all the high schools in the region uh, with uh, children with uh, children and young adults with cognitive differences. And um, they come out to the farm and they can get their hands in the soil. We're doing all kinds of projects and crafts, but we also work with um, internships and um in job development. It's called Jev's Hireability. They're out of uh, Philadelphia, but there's a branch down here. And, um, and we've already hired two of our interns that work in the market. And um, we hope to, you know, work more and we, you know, so this, this is incorporating the regeneration aspect of the farm engaging with the community at all levels of from our the students and the um the kids in programming to people in the community and they come in and they ask questions and they walk around the farm and they see the animals um so it's like a fully immersive experience but it's it's very subtle and you know we're not trying to hit anybody over the head and preach anything it's just offering but to me you know in 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 everything that I do food related. It's like, I just want people to eat well. <laughs> I love to feed people. I think that, you know, like you feed people, it feeds their soul. And, you know, whether you don't know where people are coming from, what they're dealing with, you know, I say this at the restaurant, anywhere, but like you just get those, that hour or, or 15 minutes of just, you know, come in and have a cup of tea. You know, you, you, you sit down, you walk around, you sit outside, you you see the animals. It's just like a moment of peace. Um, no, I love how you say, Cookie, it's an immersive experience at the farm. It, it truly is. Every, every different aspect you have, whether it's the farm, the animals, growing the food, farm to table, the market, the kitchen, you have pop-ups, you have educational programs. And I especially love the, uh, the rem- Remembrance Tree Project you do as well. Thank you. Yeah, that has been so special. Yeah, there's so many things. Um, the Remembrance Tree Project, we, and this is, uh, this is kind of my philosophy on most things. I just like things to be like a win-win situation. And I feel that they can be if you think about it. So what we needed on the farm was we wanted to get more trees on the farm. 
And instead of just planting trees, we thought a nice way to do it would be to offer to the community to um, purchase trees to plant in memory or honor of loved ones. And, you know, and it's, we have 83 trees planted now and it's a beautiful thing. And it's so wonderful. I see families come out and, you know, go and check on their tree and they say, it's just, you know, something living that, um, that honors or memorializes someone and that will go hopefully past, you know, it's just like a timeless kind of thing. And there's something very, um, beautiful about it and moving for people. Um, you know, and another aspect of the farm too is to bring in the arts and like, like you were saying about doing pop-ups, like we just have connected with so, there's so many interesting people that are in our area and, you know, just connecting them to the community is just so fulfilling. And, um, and I think it just bring it brings more of the same. You know, when people are like, oh, you know, nothing's going on, but wait, you know, there's this great art scene going on in Atlantic City that's that's coming to life. And so, you know, what we what we hope to be is that this hub of the community um, where people can connect with other people, connect with other services. You know, we want to help people like we're connected with Stockton. We've had some interns come through. And um, we've hired some of them. They're on our farm team now. So like part of us is to grow farmers and help them establish in other places. Um, another piece that's super important to me um, and goes back to my last nonprofit is the food equity piece and really connecting in a meaningful way in Atlantic City. There are people that are, you know, there's there's a there's a movement underfoot, <laughs> but we want to create a food revolution, um, and and you know get good food into the city and where people embrace it and and connect with it and you know that is like culturally appropriate uh, produce culturally appropriate growing culturally appropriate seeds three distinct gardens. We have our programming area with the raised beds, and then we have our herb garden that is um, culinary and medicinal herbs. And I'll, I'll jump back to that in a minute because we have a we have an herbalist on board with us. Uh, but Damon Smith, who has this um, garden, it's a uh, piece, he calls it a peace and unity garden. And I think he's up to like 180 seeds from different countries. And he's like, he started this project as a veteran and, um, you know, seeing like when we think about war torn countries. And so he started collecting seeds and teaching people about the culture of war torn areas and, you know, and making them more human and relatable. And would you ever think about having tours of your farm and property? Because there's so much to see there. And I know when I come in, you know, you, you can obviously see the animals and you have the new market there. But I feel like there's so much for people to learn on your farm. Yes, I 100%. Yes, that is something that we're working on right now, giving tours 
That would be great. And, you know, you speak so much on uh, volunteers and how much they are needed around the farm. Can you tell us how groups can get involved at the farm? Mm-hmm. So we have, you know, there's many levels. Um, and um, we have uh, people that volunteer. We have some animal care volunteers. We have some people that volunteer with programming. And we have some people that volunteer, you know, hands-on farming and volunteer in the market. But we also have um, like groups that come out for like team building experience from different companies. And uh, we coordinate like a day where like we had a group come out and plant, we planted a field of garlic or come out and mulch a field or come out and weed a field. Um, So we do, we have those kind of programs. And we also are getting into programs where like you know a small class of kids could come out and we would take them on a tour so all that can be um uh through our website you can connect through that uh daniel burke is our um coordinator for that so you know there if you go to our website there's volunteer opportunities and then there's you know a way to connect and kind of say what are you what you're looking for and and we get back to you and kind of, you know, nothing we do is going to be, um, you know, packed, prepackaged. <laughs> and your website is reedsorganicfarm.org. And along with all of those um, group activities that you mentioned, is there anything else on the horizon or in the works that you'd like to share? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as, as we gear up, we'll be open more days um, in the market, in the kitchen and longer hours. And, um, you know, we're always, we're always evolving. We want to do more workshops, cooking classes. Um, we're going to have some cool dinners and guest appearances. And, you know, it's just, I, I, I always feel that, um, the best way to see the farm is like either on your own or with your family or a small group you know, it's not, not like hordes of people. So I don't see us doing like big festivals or anything like that, but more like, you know, you just come out and have a nice hour or two at the farm. Um, and, you know, we just provide that space for people to, um, to explore it and just feel in nature. One of the things that's really cool and like, and I try, I don't want to take it for granted because um, I'm out here a lot, but um, we do a, a camp with the kids from the Boys and Girls Club. We've done for the last two summers. And um, we there was a piece on NBC Nightly News, which was really great last, um, last summer. And one of the questions that the interviewer asked a couple of kids separately, and they all had the same answer, like, what's your favorite thing about the farm? And they said the quiet, the peace and quiet. And that really spoke to me because like we don't realize like in the city, you know, like, like you don't get a moment sometimes, you know, there's just a lot of noise. You've got a family or people next door or your neighborhood and like for kids to be out here and just, you know, feel wide open space. There's, it's big. I couldn't agree more. Very tranquil and a breath of fresh air, even in the cold winter months. So as a wrap up, we'd like to play a quick this or that game with our guests. Are you ready? 
Uh, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> beach or boardwalk? Definitely the beach. Shopping or spa? I'd say spa. Slots or table games? Can I say neither? <laughs> sure, <laughs> you can. City, but <laughs> hey, gambling is not for everyone. It's okay. Um, saltwater taffy or funnel cake? Saltwater taffy. Interesting. Cookie, thank you so much for being a guest on Atlantic City Voices. We look forward to continuing our relationship and promoting Reed's Organic Farm and Stephen Cookie's Restaurant. I appreciate it. It was nice to talk to you. Come visit. We sure will. (laughs) Thank you for listening and stay tuned for next month's podcast to find out who the next Atlantic City Voice will be.